it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Welcome to the only show that doesn't care about ratings. Why? Because our sole purpose is to save souls. On purpose. Find more episodes and give feedback at witnesstalkradio.org. Today, Jennifer shares her faith at the University of Pittsburgh and at Slippery Rock University, while I witness to a guy at the University of Cincinnati, and I also share with him about a cult on the campus. Hi, my name is Jen. We're at Slippery Rock. Can I interview you for the radio? Yes. All right. Would you consider yourself to be a good person? Yes. (laughs) Have you ever told a lie? Yes. Have you ever stolen anything? No. Have you ever hated someone? Yes. The Bible says if you hate someone, you murder them in your heart. And if you lust after a person, you commit adultery with them in your heart. So have you ever seen God's name in vain? Uh, maybe not pers- purposely. But you said like, oh my G-O-D or O-J-C. Yeah. Yes. All right. So if God judged you by the Ten Commandments, would you be innocent or guilty? Uh, well, in that aspect, guilty. <laughs> if you're guilty, would you go to heaven or hell? Hell. Does that concern you? Uh, a little bit. Do you know what God does so you don't have to go to hell? What? Uh, let's say you stood before a judge say, Judge, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm guilty. I'll never do it again. He'd say you should be sorry and you shouldn't do it again, but you have to pay the fine. It's a million dollars. All right? And so you look at the judge and say, I can't even pay that. So the judge gets up and he comes down off the bench and stands next to him and says, You know what? I love you so much. I'm going to pay that fine for you. Would that be good news? Yes. And imagine that was your dad or somebody that would pay the fine. He'd probably say, don't do that anymore. I paid that fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> would that be reasonable? Yes. So that's what God did for you 2,000 years ago. God sent his only son, Jesus. He gets off the throne. He comes down to heaven. He lives a perfect life. He never breaks any of the lies. He heals people. He raises people from the dead. And then he dies on the cross, not for anything he did wrong, but for the things you and I did. And what he says is repent, turn from your sin, stop doing those things because I paid that fine for you. So you trust he paid the fine, and then you turn from your sin. What do you think of that? I think it was a good thing to do. So what's holding you back from repenting with your faith in Jesus? Uh, I'm not sure. I just haven't gone to confession. Well, you know what? You actually don't have to go to confession because if God paid your fine in full, um, then what he does is he fills you with the Holy Spirit. And so God now sees you as able to, he's able to talk to you one-on-one. And so you can just cry out to God yourself and say, God, I'm so sorry I did those bad things. I want you to forgive me for these things that I've done wrong. And I trust that Jesus paid my fine in full. See, when you go to God in prayer after you turn from your sin and trust he paid your fine, then God sees you as Jesus. He sees Jesus instead of you. And so you can then just cry out to him and say, God, please forgive me for these bad things that I've done. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So when you turn from your sin and trust he paid the fine in full, then there's no in between. It's just you go straight to heaven because he paid the fine in full. All of God's righteousness, all his good deeds are like handed to you. So imagine that judge, what he does is he takes your rap sheet, all the bad things you did, and he takes it on himself. And he gives you a rap sheet that is totally clean. It only has all the good things that God did. And so when God looks at you, when you repent and put your faith in him, he sees what Jesus did. He doesn't see any things you did. So you can go straight to God. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Awesome. And so... 
what you need to do is you cry out to God and say, Lord, I want you to pay that fine. And what he does is he fills you with the Holy Spirit and makes you a new person. And then you can go straight to God with your issues. You don't have to go in between anybody else. Right. right. <laughs> does that make sense? Yes, it does. Do you have a Bible at home? Uh, yes, I do. Read your Bible and obey what it says, all right? Okay. You're listening to Women's Radio. Are you tired of just sitting there listening to the gospel being shared and want to do your part to fulfill the Great Commission? Then stand up and step out of your comfort zone by joining us at these upcoming outreaches. Every Monday at 4 p.m., I walk around the University of Cincinnati campus to get interviews for the show. Feel free to join me. At 6 p.m. on Mondays, I teach a Bible study at the University of Cincinnati. Everyone's invited, and we meet in the TUC Food Court. This Friday, October 31st, I'll be at Fountain Square in downtown Cincinnati to share the gospel with people during a costume contest. This event starts at noon, and you can meet me at the fountain. Beginning November 13th at 7 p.m., the Muniac family will be hosting Financial Peace University. Get more info on the events page of the Witness Radio website. For more information, find us on Facebook or visit witnesstalkradio.org. Matt, I was sitting here on the campus of University of Cincinnati uh, holding a Bible study for uh, changeyourcampus.com or Christian Collegiate Network. And uh, while I was here, I noticed that you had a bunch of people coming up to you asking you if, if you were going to go to a Bible study, yeah. not not with me, but with uh, right. the disciples There's on campus. One, yeah. uh, what were your what were your thoughts on on them all mm-hmm. coming up and, and asking you? Well, uh, let me start off by mm-hmm. having you just kind of describe what happened. Sure, sure, yeah. So I'm kind of sitting in one of the central spots here at the university uh, student center, and they, they obviously the disciples on campus have a student Bible study every Monday nights, whatever it is. And uh, I guess one of their routines is to go out, whoever is sitting around, asking if they want to come by. So. I think w- the location I was in kind of suited it for that. The <clears throat> they didn't they didn't really know if someone had talked to me yet because I was kind of I'm kind of in a corner, so like they didn't really see their group members talking to me. So pretty much, yeah, everyone who was out here asked okay. me if I wanted to go stop by. Gotcha. So, so how many people would you say came up and asked you? Not not including me because yeah. I was joking around with yeah, you. How many right, would you say right, asked right. you? Um, I think it was. I believe it was three. I mean, like there were like there were like a two people each time they they asked. But I think it was like three different uh, instances. It might have been four. I think it, I think it was three though. Oh, okay. So and uh, yeah. At, at any point, uh, did you become annoyed at all with all their asking of <laughs> uh, joining the Bible study? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, like, necessarily annoyed. I think it was just because I was kind of in a corner. But, um, I mean, yeah, the first time it was fine. But I guess it, I mean, it wasn't, like, distracting in a way. But I don't, like, blame them, I guess. They, I, I think they just didn't really know that I had already been asked. Uh, hopefully, I mean. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Um, so now, what, yeah. uh, what, what all did they say to you? Um, mm-hmm. Was it pretty much... The, the same thing with each group or were they yeah. saying something different no it was um, it was fairly um, inviting I suppose uh, there was nothing there wasn't anything there was there weren't any like big questions asked about my faith or like 
you know, a lot of the times you'll see this, you'll see a lot of those people asking if I've been saved or something or something like that, which is kind of like a, a heavy question in my opinion, I guess. I mean, to, to ask someone on the street. Uh, but yeah, no, they would just ask me if I was busy or if I wanted, I wanted to join them for the Bible study. Nothing really, nothing really more. I think one of them might have mentioned that they were like non-denominational, but other than that, they never really talked too much about anything else. Got so, it. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I, I don't know if you know anything about the background of Disciples on Campus, mm-hmm. but they're not actually de- non-denominational. I oh, mean, okay. I'm sure they meant that in the sense of they let anybody come to their Bible studies, but the yeah. Disciples on Campus are actually part of the International Church of Christ, mm-hmm. um, which the uh, the Christian uh, realm of, of orthodoxy mm-hmm. uh, would consider the International Church of Christ to be a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know anything about uh, the International Church of Christ or why we would consider them a cult? Uh, yeah, I've done some research. I know a little bit about the, the National Church of Christ. Um, I'm pretty sure they were the, one of the first to allow gay pastors. I'm not entirely sure. Could be wrong. Um, but... Yeah, I could be wrong. But, I mean, I don't really know that much about... Uh, the biggest divides I know are pretty much, like, Catholic and Protestant. Okay. But, um, I mean, I definitely know there's a lot of... Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of divides among a lot of Protestantism, but I don't really... I don't really know too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So. Well, let me, let me share with you uh, the, mm-hmm. some of the key things for why we consider them to be a, a cult and not mm-hmm. a Christian. Sure. Um, not a Kurt. Uh, their, one of their main beliefs is you must be baptized uh, mm-hmm. in, in water in order to be saved. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says that it is by faith and faith alone that we can be saved. Okay, um, yeah, that was mistaken. Then. I think I got the wrong one. Yeah. Okay. Um, another thing they teach is, uh, well, you experienced something that they teach. They teach uh, that you need to uh, work in order to keep your salvation. Yeah. One of the ways that they do that is to... Uh, evangelize the people yeah. and invite people to Bible studies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have quotas and stuff that they have mm-hmm. to uh, keep in order to uh, not get in trouble. Right, or in, go to hell. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, they uh, basically they teach a works-based salvation. Mm-hmm. You got to do stuff in order to get eternal life. Right. Um, now, biblical Christianity I, I, is entirely different because. It, it says there's nothing you can do to get eternal life, and mm-hmm. it also says there's nothing you can do to keep eternal life. Mm-hmm. It all it rests on the fact that Jesus died on the cross mm-hmm. to pay for the sins of mankind, whether right. it's lying or stealing, uh, you know, looking with lust, which is the same as adultery. You know, all, all those things uh, send us to hell. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Bible says that he died on the cross and rose on the third day to defeat hell and mm-hmm. offer us eternal life. Mm-hmm. And he says that if we turn away from our sins, repent, mm-hmm. and put our trust in him alone, then we can be saved. Mm-hmm. That's what biblical Christianity teaches. Right, as opposed to being As opposed to the disciples on campus, which yeah. says you have to be baptized and uh, work to keep your salvation by evangelism and stuff like that. Right. Um, so, uh, last question. Yeah. What, 
What is your uh, spiritual background? Yeah, um, well, I was raised Catholic in a Catholic home, and um, I kind of, kind of fell away from that around the age of 15, 16. Um, I practiced a little bit of uh, non-denominationalism. I don't think it was the International Church of Christ, uh, but I think it was that. And then uh, around my senior year, I started going to some Unitarian services. And um, yeah, I don't really have, uh, to this day, I don't have too strong of a Christian faith necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm pretty familiar with just evangelism and the different sects and everything. but, yeah, I do have a friend that recently was involved with the International Church of Christ, and then mm-hmm. it came to a point where they said that he, it was the exact thing where they had to believe, where they believed he had to be baptized and everything, mm-hmm. or else he would go to hell, and he kind of, he was like, he kind of, he stopped going because of it. Right. So, yeah, definitely see where there's a bit of a divide. Like, I'm definitely, in general, I'm, even if I was to be a Christian, I definitely would uh, am more of the school of thought where it's more of an internal kind of spirituality and like you don't it's I don't really feel that you'd need or I myself would need to uh, like necessarily tell other people or or have the do these certain acts as long as like it's happening inside and my faith is strong internally then and that, that, that's another uh, difference um, with uh, biblical Christianity and, and cults like uh, mm-hmm. the International Church of Christ is, yeah. uh, you know, they evangelize for a quota to, to work themselves into mm-hmm. heaven and whatnot. Biblical Christians share their faith and evangelize uh, not to earn God's favor, but they do it because they're concerned for people's souls. Right. You know, the Bible teaches that everyone is destined to go to hell, mm-hmm. a, a lake of eternal fire and torment mm-hmm. because we've all sinned. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm sure you're just as guilty as anyone else. Mm-hmm. You've probably lied, you've probably stolen, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and that goes against God's law. Mm-hmm. And he says that those who break his law will go to hell forever and ever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, biblical Christians, they don't care about the numbers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They care about warning people because they, they don't want people to go to hell. Yeah, know? right. That's you know, um, and that, that's kind of uh, what I'm doing, uh, even in this short conversation, is, is uh, sharing information with you because I don't want you to go to hell. Right. Now, I'm right. not going to sit here and tell you, you know, you have to go to my church or you have to go to my Bible study or anything like that, but I am going to give you some biblical truth. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says, without the blood of Christ you're destined for an eternity in the lake of fire. Right, right. But he says that if you turn from sin and trust in him alone, you can be saved. Sure, sure. So what was your name one more time? Matt. Matt, thank you so much, Matt, for talking to me. No problem. This is Witness Radio. Ratings. We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan (coughs) Muriak. But we like Ryan. (coughs) We do. Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. Now I'm going to share the audio of this cool video from Christian Collegian Network called Where Will You Go? It's a plethora of their members sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. In order to understand why we need Jesus, we need to take it back a little couple steps in the Old Testament. We need to go on into the law to understand our sin so we can see why Jesus 
is the Savior, the perfect Savior that we need. You might think that you're a good person, but have you ever lied before? Have you ever stolen anything, even if it's downloading music off the internet? Even if it's taking so a little something of yours that's not yours, a pen or a piece of candy, something that might not be yours. When you look at someone who's walking by and you lust after that person, Jesus said that if you look at someone with lust, you're commanded don't be in your heart. If you are angry, the Bible says if you're even angry at another person, then you are a murderer at heart because, you know, it's not just the outward actions, it's also the motives that God is looking at. For the wages of sin, the wages of sin. Now if you go to a nine to five, you get your money, right? Those are your wages. That's what it amounts to. Wages of sin is death. Death. Nobody even thinks about that word anymore. If you would have died today, where would you go? You know when you're doing the wrong thing and you know when you're doing the right thing. And God is telling you those wrong things will take you to hell. Hell! Damnation! That's the destiny of anyone who commits sin. But when you turn to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, but yeah, if we go around here acting like it doesn't matter that, you know, these 70 years that we have on this earth, that we can just do whatever we want. And maybe when I'm lying on my deathbed, you know, I'll say, I'll say sorry to God, and then I'll die and I'll go to heaven. But that's not how it works, because God requires true repentance and true sorrow for sin. And that opportunity is right now to turn away from that and to put your trust in the only Savior and the only remedy for the problem that we had with yes, sin and the coming judgment. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one would scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, one would even dare to die. But God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. It's not his will that any should perish. He says that in his word. He says it's not his will that one should perish. It's not his will that we all know that we're sinners and just be damned and condemned to hell. But he did suffer so that we wouldn't have to suffer, suffer his wrath. Because as a holy and righteous and just judge, he, he must execute judgment. And I know a lot of us might say, I want God to just let me go. But the thing is, he's perfect. He's a perfect being. He can't just let guilty criminals go free. He can't do it because that would make him an unjust judge. So he must execute judgment. That judgment's hell. But what he did was, 2,000 years ago, he wrapped himself in the perfect gift. And I was in the flesh. He lived a perfect sinless life. Even though we've lied, or we've stolen, we've told fibs, or, or whatever we've done, and we've looked for lust, Christ didn't do that. So he was a perfect lamb and innocent person to sacrifice, to be the slaughter, to, to take God's wrath and the cross for everyone. The thing is, the Bible says that it pleased God to punish him instead of us. He punished his son. He, he put that wrath that was bottled up to be given to all of us ungodly sinners. And we're not claiming to be holier than thou and be above you. No, we're all sinners. Everyone is. So all the times that you sin, all the times you're going to sin, Jesus died for that. Jesus died for you. He loves you so much. He died for you. Every single prophet, every single person who ever lived on the earth, they all died and are gone. But Jesus Christ, he resurrected, he rose from the dead, he defeated death, and proved his power and proved his glory. Who, a man cannot do that. Only God can do that. But I'm telling you that there is hope in Jesus Christ and that he can forgive you. And if you truly come to him, which means to turn away from your sins and put your trust in Christ Jesus. You will no longer want to sin. You will no longer want to do those things. You might fall. You're going to fall. We all fall to the glory of God. But you will have the Holy Spirit that will guide you. And you will continue to want to serve God wholeheartedly.
By the way, Christian Collegian Network is currently doing a fundraiser by selling t-shirts with a clear and concise gospel message on it. They only cost 20 bucks, and that includes shipping. The deadline is Friday, though, so go to changeyourcampus.com to order yours today. Would you consider yourself to be a good person? I do. I, I like to think so. Yeah. Have you ever told a lie? Oh, yeah. Have you ever stolen anything? Yep. Have you ever hated someone? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Bible says if you hate someone, you murder them in your heart. And if you lust after a person, you commit adultery in your heart. And so if God judged you by the Ten Commandments, would you be innocent or guilty? Oh, I'd be guilty, 100%. If you're guilty, would you go to heaven or hell? I'd probably go to hell. That's according to the Bible, yeah. Would that concern you to end up in hell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Do you know what God does so you wouldn't have to end up in hell? Uh, he can forgive me for my sins. Uh, that's one of the things he can do. But So how does he forgive you for your sins? You go to confession. So let's say I stood before a judge and said, Judge, I'm so sorry, I'll never do it again. He'd say, you should be sorry and you shouldn't do it again, but you still have to pay the fine, right? Uh, yeah, that's usually how the court cases work, yeah. The Bible says that God is a just judge, so he can't just, if you just confess your sin, he can't just let you go. So there must be a fine that's paid. Do you know who pays the fine? Society. Well, according to the Bible, the Bible says that God himself is the one that pays the fine. God sent his son, Jesus. Himself? That sounds kind of sadistic. He's hurting himself. That's not cool. Well, it's either that, either he has to be take the wrath of God for you, or you have to take the wrath of God and pay the fine yourself in hell. Looks like I'm screwed. All right. Well, but here's the thing is that there's a fine payer. Hey, uh, I need to, I got to sign. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm Jay. I'm a senior. I go to Pitt. Go Panthers. Adios. If you haven't already heard, Ray Comfort and the Living Waters team are working on their first scripted film. It'll take on the issue of homosexuality and is scheduled to be released sometime next year. Here's the trailer for Audacity. So you're religious? I'm a Christian, yeah. Do you believe gay people should be stoned? No, of course not. Well, your book says that. Actually, it's funny you brought that up because I... Look, I don't want to offend you, but I have a sister who's gay. You don't know the struggle she's been through from people who are telling her that she's going to go to hell for what? Loving someone? And you have the audacity to tell me that she's going to hell. 
Go on, say it. Oh, we're getting our application for our marriage license. Are you a bike messenger? Yeah. What's your message? What's gonna happen to these two if I pull a trigger? No, huh? no, no. If you're gonna shoot somebody, shoot me. Yeah? Oh, God. Oh, my God. I don't wanna die. <laughs> Keep informed about Audacity and raise other projects by going to livingwaters.com. You're listening to Witness Radio. Hi, this is Jen at uh, Slipper Rock. Can I interview you for the radio? Yes. Would you consider yourself to be a good person? Yes. And what makes you a good person? Um, I know my personality. Have you ever told a lie? Yes. Have you ever stolen anything? Yes. Have you ever hated someone? No. The Bible says if you hate someone, you murder them in your heart. If you lust after a person, you commit adultery in your heart. Have you ever taken God's name in vain? Uh, yes. If God judged you by the Ten Commandments, would you be innocent or guilty? Guilty. If you're guilty, would you go to heaven or hell? Uh, hell. Does that concern you to end up in hell? Yes. And do you know what God does so you don't have to end up in hell? Uh, re- forgives you. So if you stood before a judge say, Judge, I'm so sorry, I'll never do it again. He'd say, you should be sorry, and you shouldn't do it again, but you still have to pay that fine. So if God's a good judge, he's going to have to punish you, right? Yes. So what can happen? if What if someone would pay your fine? Would that be good news so that you get to heaven? Uh, no. Why not? Because you should pay it yourself. If you pay it yourself, you're going to pay it in hell for eternity. Does that sound like a good plan? Kinda. No. No. So, do you know what God can do so you can go to heaven? Uh, no. no. Let's say you're standing before a judge and he says you either have to pay a million dollar fine or you have to go to prison. You can't pay the fine. The judge himself gets off the chair, comes down around stands next to you and says, you know what, I love you so much I want to pay that fine for you. Would that be good news? Yes. That's what God did for you 2,000 years ago. God sent his son Jesus. He lived a perfect life. He never broke any of the laws. He healed people. He rose people from the dead. And then he died on that cross, not for anything he did, but for the things that you did. But he says, repent, turn away from your sin. And you have to trust that Jesus and Jesus alone paid that fine. Does that make sense? Yes. And three days later, he rose from the grave, proving that he was God. And that he was able to pay your fine. And so what he says is, you, re- you must be born again. Um, and so that means that you have to turn from your sin, trust Jesus paid your fine, and God fills you with the Holy Spirit. So the question is, what's stopping you from repenting and putting your faith in Jesus? Nothing. Nothing? Do you have a Bible at home? Yes. Read your Bible and obey what it says. Are you here on the weekends? Yes. Um, there's a church that meets up in the student union at 11 o'clock. I don't go to it, but it's a good church. 11 a.m. on Sunday. So that's not too early to get up, right? No, no it's not. And then I have a Bible study at noon uh, up at Wisenflu Hall today. Do you think you'd be able to make that? I have a class at noon. Well, here is a gospel track. And my contact information, if you go to changeyourcampus.com slash SRU, then you can get a hold of me if you have any questions, all right? And if it turns out you don't have a Bible, I will get you one, all right? Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode of Witness Radio. Remember, you can always go to witnesstalkradio.org to get more episodes. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest.
So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you. Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.